0: Burn that rubber like I'm Michelin Five-star food that I dish to them Shifts that when I whip it in the kitchen And I switched suits like i missed Mr. Ben 10-10, mm-hmm. a shift up to fifth Blues in the river and swerving the mains like Tokyo Drift, took a shot, but he missed Then made love to the brain and kissed the girl What's the word? I dodged so the bird, grab the bing Get back to work and I'm switching lanes in the black
1: i hurt one thing's for sure And two things for certain he gets made on the pecs I'm serving And mess with a cake and I bet i a burger
2: Welcome back to what will do? I am Olu Jimmy, joined today and twice on Sunday by Mr. Francis. Yo, yo. And the man who loves to introduce himself.
0: El sure Maestro, the one and only. my Maestro has been on a hot streak recently. Those of you who are obviously taking gambling tips have been paying attention. <laughs> uh, your messages have been much appreciated. Uh, as I said, the maestro, a.k.a. Papi Chulo, a.k.a. Dr. Marman, a.k.a. Nio, that's the local, a.k.a. the one and only, yours truly, the guarantor. Amen.
2: I think that's Amen. the best intro
0: you've had thus far.
2: But uh, happy Friday, lads. Uh, welcome to the pod. How's everyone doing? How's everyone's week been?
0: All the weeks are long weeks, but we thank God that this is a long weekend. Amen.
2: <laughs> How is it, been like? Uh Francis, your week as well.
1: Yeah, give God the glory, honor, and adoration. Praise wow. be to Allah. <laughs> <laughs> Every, everybody found uh, religion all of a sudden. Not
0: <laughs> <last laughs> adoration.
1: <laughs> uh, what do you mean by found? Found?
0: Found religion? Some people never lost it. Huh?
2: True, 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 true. But, <laughs> well, anyways, yeah, like Almighty uh, said, it's Jimmy, a long weekend. You... Looking,
1: uh, looking uh, sorry. forward to You're going to say? I was going to say, gonna say yeah. y- you that. Uh, st- um, fuck, I'm having a brain, please. <laughs> um, how was your weekend? How was your weekend?
2: <laughs> uh, my weekend hasn't started, if
1: but my you week was. Mute your <laughs>
0: mic for a little bit. <laughs> Reset yourself.
1: Yo my, yo, I, my, my now, weekend. I'm, what the fuck, man? I've not had that in a long time. Like how could, could to the
2: see, best of us. Don't worry. Don't worry.
1: I could see the words on my screen, but I just could not <laughs> say it I was, Like I couldn't bring yo, it out yo. of my mouth. Pause. Mouth.
2: Yo. <laughs> yo, mo- yeah, yeah, among friends. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> yo, don't pause that shit. All right. But
2: yeah, long weekend. We're all looking forward to any 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 major plans for the Mandem.
0: I believe Lollipop is going to uh, my piano. <laughs> 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 um,
2: uh, you you I, going to listen to Uncle Waffles?
1: I don't even know who's going for my piano. To be fair, I'm I'm not going for it. I don't know who Lollipop is that is going. Um, El Maestro, now you want you
0: to deny your name? <laughs> two, two pods later. <laughs>
1: Jimmy, Jimmy, can you hear El Maestro?
2: Yeah, I can hear him.
1: Oh, I thought it was <laughs> just me. He faded <laughs> to a little bit.
0: El Maestro, say like something.
1: It. Oh, I can hear Lollipop. you. Lollipop! There we go. I can hear you now. <laughs> I can hear
2: uh, you.
1: Uh, but no, man, but we, yeah. we need to go and support our boy um uh i sound uh, y- y- you know yeah that's the stage name yeah let's go support <laughs> support the guy
2: yeah right. so if you listen if you listen to this spot in calgary go support fbg Carus Sound, he's having a, a rooftop it's a rooftop Trigat one right Cain.
0: yeah rooftop sugar cane this weekend yeah. and
1: and hey by the way if you say what will fergie do at the door you get a 15% discount. And mm, that's I from I can't guarantee that fed, for you. Uh, oh, I guarantee. <laughs> that's from what we you do, guys.
2: <laughs> Whose who's guarantee is this? It? it yours or a maestro's guarantee? It's not
0: a maestro's guarantee, I
1: tell you that. <laughs> <way>. <laughs> no. Yeah, this is this is from what you do. If you listen to <laughs> no, our podcast, this <laughs> is the lollipop guarantee. If you listen to our podcast and you support us and you following us, if you get there, say the name. You get a 15% discount. If you don't, just pay the full price. And then when I pump me, you can't. Back- <laughs> <laughs> that
2: sounds like a scam to me.
1: <laughs> you wouldn't know what your scam was if it was in your face.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, let's get down to business. We had a game midweek, actually just yesterday <laughs> the Euro- Europa League is back um, we're playing our uh, qualification into like the next round uh, two leg tie with uh, Barcelona game ended Barcelona 2 United 2 um, good result overall um, and I know I predicted actually everyone on this um,
0: podcast nope. no, predicted no no draw. no no, no. let's not play L- that L- let him
1: finish that. he says everybody predicted a draw.
2: Yo, draw like yo calm down <laughs>
0: Yeah, you don't you lump <laughs> yourselves with, with a winner. <laughs> luckily, luckily, I love, would love
1: I to be winner. I listened to the the podcast right before I jumped on this one. Um ah. In the prediction, in the prediction phase, everyone had predicted one one, and then off the record, we asked our maestro if he was going to change his nah, prediction. not what, what What was he going to change it to? and I yeah, said I, I said wanted to two, change two. it, and I changed it. Yeah, go go listen to, to the last episode, and then you you would know how. Decide on your
0: own. Oh, my um, is on quite a hot streak. You know, I predicted two <laughs> nil at, at least, oh, and,
1: streak, and bro. two Bro, you don't one in four weeks. <laughs> two nil
0: at least, and then two two again at um at the new camp, and uh, you know before that I was even on a harder streak. So
1: actually, you
0: know, speaking of <laughs> streaks.
1: Jimmy, the one that has not been on any streak in this season. Eh? <laughs> no, I think I'm, I think I've only got one. I, I think I've only got one predict correct this season. <laughs> You know, what do you mean? You, I,
2: I, won, you I, won, I won. I won. I said. I said three one. Yeah.
1: Any, anything before the World Cup is. is this let, let bygones bygones. <laughs> this <my> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Don't worry, niggas. Niggas will bounce back, man. Mans will bounce back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Starting this weekend at Leicester. No, I we'll get it. Yeah, fun. Let's get it. But anyways, um, like I was saying, like. I know we all predicted a draw, but I, there's just something about the way that game ended that I felt like we left a win um, at Capno. Um We had 18 shots in total, 15 inside the, the Barcelona's box. Um, I feel like Barcelona were without their starting DM, which is Busquets. Pedri got lost during the game. And um, I just, I don't know, like, I feel like we could have won that game because uh, we outplayed Barcelona, but anyways... The result is what it is. Um, just a reminder to everyone, um, away goals are no longer a thing when it comes to to, um, to ties. So we would actually have to win the game <laughs> at Old Trafford to get through to the next round. Um, Rashi was my man of the match for me. Um, he was involved. He scored the goal and he was involved in the second one. The second one was an own goal. But overall, good game. I was very impressed by the way we played. Um, I wasn't expecting... We're gonna have that much hold or chances at, at them because I think Barcelona hadn't considered a goal at home in like how long? Does anyone remember this
0: year?
2: Yeah. So and then they we popped two in there. We could have popped more than that because Virgo yeah. had a chance at the beginning. Yeah. But anyways, had
0: like a yeah. few chances. I thought it was a good performance. Like, I think more people are, like the. The consensus I've seen since the game, more people were disappointed. Again, kind of the way you explained it, not because we didn't play well, but because we should have won the game. Um, I don't know. I've just seen United go to Barcelona at different points in time, and it not always be good. Like, we've never won at the New Camp in our history. Even, like, I remember the game that we played with York and Cole, which is one of the best. Like, if you guys have never seen the goals from that game, Go and watch, like, York and Cole. Like, I remember that game oh, just because... Of them
1: scored in that game,
0: eh? Yo, the goals, and forget even the goals, just the over, I think Beckham scored, and then either York scored two, or or, 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 or they both scored one. Goal Was that Jesse
1: time. White in that game?
0: Yes. Okay, I remember, yeah, 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 Amazing, amazing game. Amazing game, amazing game. But anyway, um, you know, we've never won at the New Camp. So for me, it's like... You're yeah, playing in front of ninety-one thousand people. You dominate the game. To me, it says more about the team. Again, like just looking at where we're at, it says more about the character of the team. There's almost no version of United that I've seen post-Ferguson that would have gone into that game and played as well. In fact, I would say even some of the end-of-era Ferguson teams, um, the ones that had like you know Kagawa and like when things started. Towards the Anderson end of the lap year to, yeah. I don't even know if those teams are going in and playing as well as we did. So, um, so I think that my starting point is just, you know, what we did is not very easy to deny. Again, Barcelona is in Europa for a reason. They they were not they considered three goals to, um, Inter Milan, and I forget who else was in their group, but two different teams.
2: Bayern Bayern was group, in their so. group
0: too. Was it buying? Yeah, so yeah, it you know it's buying. not it's not like it was Mission Impossible going in. I think we have to go to Old Trafford and finish the job. You know, that's the important thing is we have to go back to Old Trafford, and we have to finish the job. There's no Gavi, there's no Pedri, more than likely anyway. There's no Busquets. Uh, we'll see about Dembele. You know, they'll still be dangerous, but we're getting back Martinez. We have Casemiro. We should also be getting back Anthony. Um, I, in a strange way, I think Francis called this on the last port that the width of the pitch would help us, and I think that's where we didn't capitalize enough on. Is like in Newcam, when we got the ball, um, there were opportunities for us to stretch them. Like if you think about the, the the foul on Rashford that should have been a red card. And and ETA talks about that at the end of the game as well. Yeah. Um. Those kind of opportunities to play the ball into space where you can run, there's nobody in that back, maybe a Raoujo a Ra- that might have been able to keep up with Rashford. But if you play the ball into space for him, yeah, you guys are in trouble. And I think that was one thing that we didn't do enough of. And so I, I'm interested just to see what Ten Hag brings from a tactical standpoint in the next game. I think Ten Hag put on another like master class and sometimes like I just wonder like you know it feels like he doesn't always get it right but sometimes he gets it he gets it right and you can see that the team is not a hundred percent where he needs it to be yet like yesterday if we had a better striker if we had you know more dynamic players in our offensive positions you know, even in our midfield, I thought Fred was really good. But if we had somebody, just like little changes here and there that you you feel like, man, if we had just players that were a little bit better, of a be better quality, either in terms of being press resistance or better passers, that game is the kind of game that in a season or two, we might be winning, you know, 4 2, 4 1, 3 1, whatever yeah. it is, right? So, uh, overall, though i was I was pleased with the performance, I wasn't mad at the result.
2: Francis, um,
0: uh,
1: sorry, um question, Maestro, yeah? i was I was going to play devil's advocate. Um do you think uh, and I uh, actually, you had mentioned that it like even peggy teams that uh, won't have gone to Barcelona and dominated or whatever the way we did. um do you, would you do you think that has to do with the quality of Barcelona's team at this present time? And,
0: no i oh okay sorry finish your last
1: uh, point and there. and you know considering they are in a i mean i would say barcelona is in a transitional phase as well um as yeah. well as united um i don't i'm not sure who's further up in the in the in in the transition but this barcelona is not you know barcelona before and you can you can confidently say this team is considerably weaker than the, you know, previous Barcelona teams that have. Yeah, but swept this team United teams team apart.
0: is also considerably weaker than previous United. Teams, no,
1: right? no, I, and I agree. And I'm, and I'm saying, is it because both teams are in transition now? And, um, they probably just went pound for pound. I, I won't really say United were the better team overall. I mean, Barcelona in some On the were the better team. sorry.
2: I, I think on the night we were, we were, if you look at the stats, I think we were the better team. Um,
1: no, if the, the stats difference... actually says Barcelona was the better team. They had more shots. Oh, yeah? They had more possession. They had like two had more shots. Access. It
0: was like it was like 18 to like 20 or something like
1: that. It's not like... Yeah, yeah but I'm saying if you actually go by stats, they are the better team because they are yeah. ahead of okay. us and everything. You... Yeah.
0: I don't think it's because of where they're at because they're, they're still number one on the table in, in La Liga. And I think they're number one by like 18 or something like that, seven
1: points.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, you are still playing right now what is the best team in Spain, right? Like, you're still, like, in that same league, there's Sevilla, there's Madrid, there's, you know, I don't know if Atletico is somebody we should be calling, there's Atletico. So they're still doing something right in their league. Now, obviously, in Europe, it's a little bit different. But I think more than that, or just as important as that, is that is the kind of game that a lot of people lose before they step on the pitch because they play the reputation, especially in Europe, right? You're not seeing these guys week in, week out. So you are going there, and for you, it's still Barcelona. It's not Barcelona of yesterday or Barcelona of... It's still Barcelona. So I think the fearlessness that we showed, one, from the point of view of the coach, because before the game, in the pre-match press conference he said exactly what happened he said we are going to come out here and we're not going to try to just sit back in the pre-game with them bt sports he told them as well we are going to try to attack these guys right and i think it's one thing for him to say it because only used to talk big talk like that but it's another thing to actually see the team have that belief and say you know we're not here to just sit around we actually want to win this game like, for us to be at the point where we are saying, man, we should have won that game, it's it's because we saw something in the team that even made us believe that, okay, we actually sh- were the better team in New Camp, right? And I think that's what I'm saying is just that belief is something that would have been missing before. Like, we've seen a decent United team go to Sevilla and just look like trash. Actually, Sevilla came to Old Trafford and made us look like trash. That was the game that Mourinho started talking about the history. past. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, talked about the history. But just in general, like we've seen some performances. Even under Ole, like a lot of times we would go away. We wouldn't necessarily play well. We would then come back to Old Trafford and we would scrape out the results. And so that's where I think the mentality of the players on the pitch they felt like, nah, we should win this game. Like, we're playing for a win here. We're not playing for a draw. And I don't even know if I, like, again, forget talent. Just from a mentality standpoint, some of these players, I don't know if I would have thought that they were at, you know, of that level of mindset um, previously, you know. So that's where, for me, I I really look at it. And I I think it's not just about the result or the team that we were playing.
2: Speaking of, really speaking of tactics, um, Francis, the question I wanted to pose to you was: um, What were your thoughts on the formation and how ETH um, kind of like played it out? Because when you, what I initially saw that formation, I would just I just assumed Virgos was going to be number nine, right? And Rashi was going to play eleven, and Bruno was going to do the eight number eight role. But in actuality, what happened is that. Virgo's dropped to an eight. Fred actually pushed up to an eight, too. So we actually played two eights. Casemiro played the pivot. Um Bruno went over to like 11, right? And Rashi went to the um uh, to nine. So what how did you think, you know, do you think it's because of the way he changed? That's why we dominated. Well, we maybe not dominated the game that we played the way we played, right? What were your thoughts on like that that change that he made?
1: Um, I mean, I th- I think he worked um Fred was the higher, actually the furthest of the midfielders. Um, including yeah. including, Berg, like including including Vergost as well. Like Fred was higher than Bergost And Fred Fred's role was to um stop friend Frankie De Jong from having any rhythm or any any influence in the game since he was their deepest midfielder. Um I, I think it worked well. Uh, I I liked the idea of what Bruno was going to be doing as well. See, like on paper, he was on the right-hand side, but the way we passed out from the back, once um, Varane and Schaub spread uh, to either side of the of the goalie and, and De Gea had the ball, Varane could easily just run in between the two markers from Barcelona, which was Lewandowski and Gavi, and um, create another passing lane for, for the goalie. But then once he does that, Bruno Fernandes actually drops from the right hand side and you know occupies the space that has been vacated by Varan and potentially Wan-Bissaka, because Wan-Bissaka drops into midfield as well and then he has opportunities to create from there and you could see in the first few minutes Bruno Fernandes you know he, he, he there's this situation where he gets the ball in that angle and we have runners in behind and he's just threading threading the ball in, in, in into into that space and that was the benefit of having Rashford play as a number nine, because number one. Um, it pushed Barcelona's defensive line um, backwards because, you know, because of the threat and the, the the pace that Rashford had. And number two, Rashford could just run into spaces um, whenever we had possession of the ball, and that would, you know, on one hand stretch the pitch for um, for Manchester United players. And secondly, it allows Vegas to run into some positions as well, although we didn't utilize them. But um, overall, I thought it was good. Um, every, everybody really played well. If I was to pinpoint anybody that um, didn't really stand out to me, it was probably Vegas and, and Bruno Fernandes. Um, I thought their games were just there. And maybe Sancho, but Sancho, I can't really call him. Sancho hasn't played for three months. And it's just coming back. But other than those players I mentioned, everyone else played really well. I love the battle between Malasia and Rafinha. And I thought that's how Luke Shaw should have played against um, Saka in the, in the Arsenal game. Um, but yeah, he was tenacious. He was feisty. Um, mm-hmm. you, both both of them were just going at each other. And, and I really liked that. I liked Shaw as well, um, playing... Uh, that left centre-back role against a renowned striker in in Lewandowski and then Varane and Casemiro um, doing a lot of the dirty work. So all in all, I think it was good. Um, The the plan where um, during the goal kick, if we can't pass out from the back, we take it long. I thought it was, it was an outlet but it was useless because Virgos can't win any headers. I, I was looking at the stats. Six six area duels he won zero that's what zero percent absolute ga- <laughs> absolute garbage you know so he he, he, he he did absolutely nothing on on that standpoint so um although I thought it was good we created chances I thought we could have scored but Barcelona too created chances as well and the game could have gone either way but we had some calls that didn't go our way but then. Yeah, and Barcelona had some calls too that didn't go their way with the thread and and whatnot. So I'm um, I, I happy with the result. Like if you had asked me before the game started, will I take a tie? i would say yes, but then watching how the game played and seeing how much influence we had in the game and dominance. I think I came out of that game a little bit more disappointed than I would have going into the game because I thought the game was there for us like to take. But, but it is what it is. Um, we just need to go to Old Trafford and um, hopefully close that one out. I I've been seeing the guys chat a, a lot about this game and whatnot. I just don't want complacency to to start trickling in because. That's I don't know if this is PTSD now from the past with United always feeling super confident in some cases and then they go into the next game and just get get wiped. Um, so hopefully there's that. You know, want and drive in the next in the next game, and we um, are coming to Old Trafford. We have our fans. Let's we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I, I think for Old
0: too. Trafford gets off for this game because if I remember well, last year we also drew with Atletico in Madrid, and then we came home and we actually lost, and that's what cost us. Am I misremembering that?
2: Um, no, I don't think you are. I, I think I was also listening to one of the athletic podcast and they were talking about the Old Trafford crowd too as well. So I think that's, that's a good point. Like the fans need to show out, like if you're going to be there, like y- your voices need to be heard. But I, I think we, we kind of do like, I think Francis mentioned uh, being uh what's the word they
1: use. I can't remember the words. That's what they see. Comptain. Anyways, comp. Anyways,
2: talking about, you know, maybe the guys being relaxed
1: because... Oh, complacent. Like, yes, that's
2: what I'm looking for. (laughs) Anyways, I don't think it is... What I was trying to say, I don't think it is to let that happen. But then again, that being said, um, it's just that I understand what he says when you say PSD. Like, some of the players, sometimes, they like the down-tools when things don't go their way early. So, I'm hoping that's not the case at at Old Trafford. But, overall, I think we're in good shape because uh, we've mentioned... Gavi is not playing, um Pedri we we'll wait and see. Um Busquets is not playing, so and we're going to have like most of our guys back. So there should be no excuse. There should be no reason why we can't win that game at, at Old Trafford. But let's let's move on to the game of uh, at the weekend on Sunday. We are back home playing Leicester. Leicester who has been on a mini house streak. They scored four goals. They've scored eight goals in the last two games they've played. Really? Um, I can't wow, remember.
0: Hey. Yeah, has I can't. that coincided with the return of one Madison? Yeah, Madison. Yeah, I
2: was going to get that. Yeah, Madison. Ever since Madison. The two games Madison has played, they've scored four goals each. And he's scored, I think in, in the last game, he has like two goals and two assists or something like that. Another person who's on fire for them is um, Senior Man. Kevichi. Mm-hmm. That's actually, that guy, like... <laughs> he's small, but that guy... <laughs> But anyways, we have Martinez. I'm not too worried about him. But yeah, he's on he's on form. It looks like the old team is bouncing back. Um, I, didn't, I didn't think they were going to get ready to get it anyways this season, even though they were cutting it close. But yeah, Madison is back, and it looks like they've bounced back. Um, on oh, my show, sure, any thoughts on how you see this game going at Old Trafford?
0: I think it'll be an exciting game. I I wonder about the lineup, because next week is a very big week for us. Right, like next week is Barcelona on Thursday and then Newcastle and Carabao Cup Final on Sunday. And I, yeah. I suspect ETH is going to play either the same or very similar lineup for those two games. So I wonder a little bit how he sets up <laughs> for this one and if everybody, like if our full team plays. But, you know, again, with ETH, he's not one that seems to care about rest. Uh, Casemiro is not going to be around, which, you know, is going to be a little bit problematic for us. But overall, I think... Oh,
2: Casemiro is in playing this game. Oh, yeah, this is the
0: last game. uh, This is the last one. Um, Overall, I think it will be an exciting game. I think Leicester will try to come and attack, uh, which will leave spaces in behind. So if we play our cards right, if Casemiro was in this game, I would feel way more confident just because I think he... One thing that goes unnoticed is when he wins the ball back for us, he puts us in excellent positions to then counter-attack. When he's not there and we don't win the ball back as much, that element or that side of our game is less present. Like, we have to work to create our chances a little bit more. So, um, I think exciting game overall. Of, of course, I'm going with United for a win, but you guys will see my predictions. I'm on the hot streak hotter than even senior
1: man. You know, so,
0: <laughs> stay tuned for that.
2: Um uh, francis your thoughts on the game
1: yeah i think it'd be an interesting game i i didn't even know they scored eight goals in two games um that's uh that's impressive and they played tottenham they played aston villa Ianacho Acho has yeah. been on on a streak as well as well as the madison guys so um, i always it, wonder
2: why you doesn't play like more games for them right
1: like yeah, I'm not. He I plays think, the cup he, that, he, plays, he plays. a lot of the cup games. I don't think Vardy but, starts
0: for them anymore. I think he starts. Yeah,
1: I think. Giannotti yeah, I think Ian has played sixty minutes in the in the game in Aston Villa and then seventy six minutes in ah uh, in Tottenham. So, I mean, he's racking up minutes. I'm expecting the same amount of time. But one thing I'll say for sure is Ian Achua has scored a goal or created an assist against United almost every time he has played even it he goes back to when he was even playing for City. So, um, he's, he, he's, he's, he's going to be a threat. But, yeah, Maestro brings up a good point about the, the squad that we'll be playing. I know, obviously, Casemiro is not going to be featuring there, so we will be Sabita and Fred again. Scott. Um, um, yeah, I don't know if Scott is ready. Scott hasn't really touched grass. I haven't seen him touch grass, so you never. He's not, never it's not back in training. He's not, not. not sure. playing
2: the seven on seven.
0: <laughs> I think he's back in training. Is he? But mm-hmm. it might be too early. You're yeah, right. It's. It, it's. You can't just thrust him into a starting position if he hasn't. If he hasn't even made a sub appearance since he's been injured, and he's been injured for almost three weeks now, I think. So, yeah. maybe even just about three weeks. So, yeah. No, I agree with that. I agree with that.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Do we have that, any that news?
2: Anyways, continue. I'll, I'll ask my question afterwards.
1: Yeah, it'll play a huge role on whoever we we start. Um, I'm expecting a game similar to the Leeds um, game at Old Trafford, where it's back and forth, um, gong ho kind of game. But um, as Old Trafford, I think we should have or was, we're expected to have enough firepower to at least win the game. But I see it being a very close game, though. I see it being a very close game. Just because of their own phone
2: You um, any news on Anthony?
1: Anthony, which, Anthony, Anthony. Uh, I think uh, he's um, seven. almost n- n- Anthony number seven. Mm-hmm. Which Anthony is number seven? Anthony that plays right wing. He's, yeah, Anthony seven. Is he seven? What, what? No, he's like twenty-five. Or yeah, he's number twenty-one now. Oh, yeah.
2: but it, I guess I'm just—I was
1: saying the position. <laughs> oh, position. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I thought that was what you were saying, but then I said number, yeah. and you're like, yeah. Okay. Um, he's recovered. Um, ETH said we might see Anthony and Scott McTominay in the squad this weekend, or they might, or they might start or something. So I expect him to be on the bench. I don't know if he's going to start. Um, or maybe. He won't start. He comes on, and then in Barcelona game he starts that one. We'll, we'll we'll see.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. Like I think I agree with both of you. Um. I. I. I think it'll be tough for us to win that game, though, just because. Um, I. I feel there are going to be changes made to the team. Um, I don't think. Well, Casemiro is now playing for sure, which to me I think is one of the biggest. Um, it's going to be one of the biggest issues which means we have to rely on Fred to do more than what he is if that makes sense um, mm-hmm. but yeah so and I'm not very confident when Fred has to go outside of um, some certain parameters <laughs> but um, let me start with my lineup um, Dagea and go is Dalo Dalo is fit right?
1: yeah was on the bench in Barcelona
2: okay I'll go um Dalo Ooh. Defenders. Do we want to play Ryan back to back? I'll go Maguire, Martinez, um, Shaw, midfield, Sabita, and Fred, Bruno, um, Virgos, um, Rashford. When is Rashford going to get a rest? Virgos, Rashford, and um and Santro. That's my starting lineup. Process,
1: yeah, I think you. The same pussy go, Dalo, um, Maguire, Martinez, Luke Shaw, Sab, Fred, Bruno, Veg, Sancho, Rush,
2: El Maestro. Um, I'm
0: going to go. Hmm. I'm going to go De Gea, Martinez, Lindelof,
1: um, Shaw. Actually,
0: Mal- Malasia and Wambasaka. Uh, in midfield, Sabitzer, Fred, Bruno. Up top, I'm going to go... Where oh, goes? Vergos.
2: Yeah, we have no other choice. He has Brashy to start.
0: and Sancho.
2: Okay, I will go scoreline. We're home two one to United, um, and I won't be surprised if he ends in a draw. Um, but I see Leicester City scoring
1: a goal minimum. <laughs> um, Francis. Yeah, you know, I'll go. I'll go one one.
2: El Maestro,
0: that drum roll is so underrated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go three one to United.
2: Three one. Okay, El Maestro is on a hot streak. We'll see if anyone else is correct uh, this weekend. Uh, but um, thank you off. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, 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 oh! By the way, before we Whoa. go, before we go, Aliandulai, Aliandulai. You yeah, yeah, you already know. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, brush, I'm brushing up on my Arabic. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: you, you feel you feel you, you feel Qatari yeah. today. Today I feel... I feel
1: Qatari. 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 <laughs> Yo, I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing news about uh, Jim Radcliffe. Jim Radcliffe just is. I feel like he's just. The Glazers with a British accent. And
2: I've told you guys, that guy, that guy smells of fraud to me.
0: <laughs> nah, come on. He owns, he owns two teams now. Nah, he's just not... He doesn't have the same kind of money that those guys have. But, yeah. Like, I I, I don't think it's going to be Jimmy. I,
1: I yeah. I, I, even... I, I, you think Radcliffe would spend on a stadium?
0: Uh, yes. Because I don't feel like you can take over Old Trafford and not understand... Every all the work that has to go into into, uh, fixing everything. The thing is, in the long run, if you are actually, even if you are treating Old Trafford as a business, in the long run, you will make your money back, right? It's it's like Madrid or Barcelona. Madrid is building a new stadium. I mean, Spurs built a two billion pound stadium, right? So you make your money back. It's just the Glazers didn't have any interest in treating it like a business. It was just a cash cow. They just wanted to take money out every year and then let the dead do what they do. And so I, I think if you if you even get somebody that is mildly interested in running a successful organization, I don't know that right now United is a viable, um, like nice you can purchase. make all the changes that you want to make just based on the revenue that we are making. I don't think that's, I think there needs to be work done to get us back to that level just because we're not nearly as successful as we were anymore.
1: So in, like, in, in, the, yeah. the, the question about the stadium, I posted uh something on the on the pod the there that on uh on um Instagram the other day with the three options for the stadium. I think one was doing a, a renovation. Um the second one was increasing just the capacity of the stadium and then leave, kind of leaving it with the way it is, like doing some minor touch-ups. And then the third was building a new stadium on the, on the opposite side while using Old Trafford. And once that's complete, we can transfer and demolish. What options would you guys go for?
0: I'd probably demo, I'd probably build a new stadium.
1: For real?
2: Like you guys just want to get rid of Old Trafford like that? Like
0: Because I think the damage, like the amount of work that is going to take it's like, when do you do that work? Right, there's a lot of work that has to go into Old Trafford. Like the roof is leaking. Yeah, but there's we we also have the off
1: season, right? Like it's not like we're playing. Yeah, but how? I don't think you can. Be, I only be, I don't think you can build a stadium in three months. So
0: yeah, you can't build a new stadium. You can't restore no, a stadium in three months. The, the type yeah, of, yeah, but you can you
2: do like I'm sure like their levels of like their urgencies, you know, priorities, right? Like in terms of what needs to be done first. I think you can get around walking around the rest of them. If, yeah, but let's say well, the roof is the problem, leaking, that'll be number one one priority.
0: Part of the problem with Old Trafford is that it looks ancient. Like the look, like when you when you walk in, even the way that you check your ticket. The places that you buy food, the toilet, the railings, the seats—like you—if you are doing a cosmetic change, like do you get what I mean? Like you have. Yeah, to do I see what you mean. Yeah, way, yeah. Right. You, you might as well, yeah. You might
2: as well build a new one. Yeah, I see what you're saying.
0: Yeah, and I like, and or, I think. Or you share yeah, you know, the city for a, a season, and you build yours until. Yeah,
1: yeah the, that that's what I was going to say. Like, there 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 might be. Tra- there's a potential to lose lots of revenue if we go with the um, modification one because they would have to close a portion of Old Trafford while the other ones are, you know, being yeah, renovated but or whatever. To be
0: fair, like based on the reports, like whoever a new owner is, like I don't know how much you lose, but if you spent four billion on on the club. You're not going to lose like 200 million in in seat sales, right? Like, or even if you do lose 200 million, it's like there's a reason why you put four billion in, knowing that you are still going to have to buy a stadium. And I say four billion, it's probably going to be more than four billion. So Mm -hmm. I think you have to have the mindset that you are either like Jim Ratcliffe that is buying it for a combination of legacy and running a successful business and trying to get United successful. Or you are the Saudi or Qatari, you know, uh, group that is trying to buy it for PR. If you are those second group buying it for PR, then yes, you don't really mind if you have to shut down a section of the stadium. The money is not the biggest thing at this point in time. The success is actually the biggest thing. Having a successful brand that looks a certain way, that operates a certain way, that can then attract, you know, millions and billions of people all around the world. And every time they mention that entity, they mention your country, that is what they are looking for. So for them, it's not financial success necessarily in terms of how many jerseys are we selling, how much money are we making. It's success in terms of what have we won, what are we winning, how are we viewed as an organization. So for me, Radcliffe, I don't think, like, he's going to have to probably borrow money to build a stadium or refurbish. So he's going to, like you said, probably say, okay, let's build a new stadium while we have Old Trafford going. And then once we get in, we'll demolish Old Trafford and get rid of all that land and, and whatnot. So we'll see how it plays out. But uh, for me, probably new stadium. I love Old Trafford as an entity, but like I haven't enjoyed the games that I went to go and watch there. So I, I'm not like emotionally tied to
2: they can call the new place theater of dreams you know yeah like even like these prices I feel like um, very soon they're gonna only people like the Qataris or nation states can actually afford these clubs the way these prices are going up because 4 billion 5 billion at some point we're gonna get to 10 billion with these clubs like who's gonna afford that (laughs) if you're not a nation state no I'm I'm talking about like the big yeah, you but I'm Newcastle to say, like, is a big... big
0: club, right? Like, Newcastle is not... So, again, when... when like, if you think of Alan Shearer at times, Newcastle was a big mm-hmm. club. Shearer was, like, the most expensive player in the world at some point. The problem is they couldn't sustain the success that they had. Forget even Newcastle. Look at Man City. I doubt they spent $200 million to buy Man City. Now, obviously, they invested a lot of money. Yeah, into... but
2: Wait, I guess did... my point is, like, if, Ma- if Man City wants to sell now, like, how much do you think it's going to sell for?
1: I don't Yeah, it'll it'll my probably point. sell it'll probably sell for like two yeah. three million, two, three, two, two, three. I don't think billion. so, eh? I think City will sell for two billion at least.
0: I don't think Me, so. Because the, Nobody the, the thing I... that you buy with a like a club, say United or say City, is not just the squad. <laughs> the squad, obviously, you have okay, yes. And so you have to think of the assets. So yes, City from the standpoint of just the assets alone. So yeah. the stadium, the training ground, the training facilities. Yes, the you players, have that yeah. in your eva- in your evaluation. But with all traffic or with United, you are not really doing that in the same way, right? So what, what you are looking at when you say city is worth 2 billion is a reflection of the amount of money they've put in. It's not actually the value of the club. I don't know if that makes sense. Like
1: n- n- no, it's the value.
0: Uh it's but it's the amount that the ethi- like the uh Abu Dhabi owners have put in. Yes, right? so like they when put in, we talk about and B- that
1: has bumped up the value. If they didn't renovate the stadium, the value will be less than $2 billion. So yes, this, but, but
0: again, if you are going back to, if you are going back to, like... I,
2: under, I understand what Larry is trying to say. Like, with United, you're not uh, factoring, it's not like, about a stadium,
1: because... Is, yeah, yeah, it's not about yeah, exactly. what... Exactly. Yeah,
0: it's not about what the has put in. It's about yeah, the brand. Yeah, a, in this brand, case it's yeah. it's
1: about the brand alone because the Glazers have not put in anything. If the Glazers had built the stadium and done all those things, United would be way more than 4 billion because Chelsea and, just went for 4 billion.
0: Yes, yeah, so what I'm saying is when we talk about like the cost to to actually buy these clubs and mm-hmm. you talk about like only certain people can afford it. I'm saying only certain people can afford the big brand clubs. But anybody not anybody, like a lot of rich, <laughs> rich people can put money into a Newcastle, yeah. into a, yeah, a yeah, Wolves, yeah. into an Everton, and then if you are successful, you can build your brand up. Like look at, this is not the best but, example because it's not in England, but look hmm. at uh, Red Bull, for example. You have Red Bull Salzburg, you have Red Bull, um, the one in Germany. Both of those were in the lowest division. Like they started from the lowest division. And they are in they are both in the, the top leagues of their countries now. And yeah, but is that what Jibo was run. trying
1: to say? I thought I thought you were trying to say if someone is coming to buy these top two, top three biggest clubs in the world now, it would cost greater than yeah. seven to- yeah. yeah. That's because, what you yeah, right? so like like is saying, right? If somebody's coming to buy Real Madrid now, that they've done their stadium and all that stuff. Yeah, now you're buying the value plus. The investments that they've made over time, I think Madrid will be going for at least six billion. I'm thinking seven, <laughs> but that's my yeah, point. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, and that's what I'm trying to explain. How what many your people point is because yeah. I think we kind of went on a tangent. Um, how, I how many think, people oh, can but, afford seven billion? <laughs> but I'm, I
0: guess the part that I'm saying is, it's not, it's not. Yeah, the seven billion is too much. Again, I just used Newcastle as an example. Newcastle got bought for three hundred million. In the time since Newcastle got bought for $300 million, obviously they spent some money, but they didn't go crazy with the amount of money they spent. That value mm-hmm. has already appreciated, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and Newcastle is fourth on the table. So if we talk about the big clubs, again, now what makes you consistent is over time, you are going to put money into the team over time. But we've seen Newcastle be successful before, right? They, they were Champions League at some point where they were making Champions League consistently, and then the owners stopped putting money and then the money the team went down and then the brand went down right so i'm i'm trying to differentiate clubs that the value comes from the money that has been put in versus clubs where the brand is the thing that will cause you to pay that 7 billion because anybody can buy a team like everton for 200 million and decide okay i have a billion to put into this and that billion i'm expecting is going to get me into champions league sports it might not work out for you that way, but like I'm saying, there are still there's still value in the Premier League for, for for very very rich investors that want to come and buy teams and no, try to build.
1: I get what you're saying, but that's why I use Madrid as the example based on the brand that you are buying. Globally, Madrid is like a big deal as well. So you know what you're going to get from a marketing perspective from whatever you know so i i would see madrid going for around that as well i understand your point about the newcastle and whatnot but if newcastle gets successful as maybe united in within the next 10 years they do some renovations they increase their their um cap on from players like they sign bigger players well bigger wages and whatnot then obviously their value too would increase as well it probably won't be 300 of their they're selling themselves it'll probably be three four million or four billion i should say depending on how successful they are at that point right so um, i i yeah, I,
0: I, I, guess, I guess let me just put it this way like uh, this is the last part like last time i'll say about this one is i think a team like united shows you that if we are not successful the value can still be very high all those other things you mentioned not madrid well, no. like newcastle and man city if they are not successful, it is directly tied to how much you can then buy and sell that thing, right? Like if Newcastle, and that's why I use Newcastle, because they've been successful in the past, they stopped being successful for a period of time, and then yeah. the value of the brand really diminished.
1: That's what yeah, I mean. and it can happen to my YouTube, right? If Bro, we are not we success- successful,
0: right? That's what I'm yeah, saying. Like-
1: I know, because right now, this is like the first time that we are actually going negative in our books right and it's, it's, it's yeah that, it's, and that's what i was gonna I say yeah. success, it's affecting
0: I'm, I'm talking about like success on the
1: field like playing yeah. success we've not been successful in the past 10 years but we've that's just had I'm no i'm explaining that we've had money to keep us like relevant yeah, but as again, well right that
0: money comes from interest right like the fans are still invested in
1: the club that's exactly. why the club is still making money. When you but ask, it would stop fade. Successful, successful it would fade, page. right? Are, it all happens in waves. In okay. the next 10 years, if we are not as, as successful, the, the new crop of fans will be gravitating towards other clubs because that's what they're used to, and that's the success that they're used to. The older crop will be fading away because either they're dying or... You know, they are just stuck with United. But our fan base will not grow anymore because we are not the thing. And then but it will slowly United, start... United
0: f- has been a club since 18-something, right? Let's even just ignore some of the history. The first Champions League we won was in like 1966 or something like that. 1960, 1966. I forget the exact year. In that time, between that team, Matt Busby's team, and Fergie, there were there was nothing to write home about, right? Like we were not a successful team, but in terms of legacy, they still held United in high regard. Same thing with Liverpool. Like even Liverpool, even though Liverpool has not been successful, now they're successful. But if you think about the last team that was successful before this team started becoming successful, they're talking about 30 years, and in that time period, Liverpool still has a lot of following. Obviously not as successful as United, but I'm saying like only a few teams can actually go through that type of spell where even whether or not they are successful for a period of time, people are still following them. So anyway, I, 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 I think I get what you guys are saying as well, though.
2: Anyways, uh, we tried our best to <laughs> to diversify on this podcast. Um, <laughs> more business reports coming soon. Um, but thank you for listening. Please give us a follow on socials at World of do on Twitter and Instagram. Also, rate and review us. Five stars only. Anything less?
1: I'll hurt (laughs) them. You know the vibe.